minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode one. 57. <laughs> I love that. I felt it's like I read your mind as soon as you started because you were working out, fuck, 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 what episode's this? <laughs> yeah. And I was even like, I was even wondering, I'm like, am I doing this right? Like, am I um, doing it in the right order? Am I saying the thing that I normally say? Are you actually questioning um, whether you're awake or not? Because it's it's 5.30 in the morning for you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's... it's it's early. Yeah. But um, no, I think it might. It's not that early, actually. It's like 6.30. 6.30. Um, no, but the thing is, I um, I think I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to uh, jinx myself, but this fucking air con or something, <laughs> you can hear it in my voice. You know, like after uh, yesterday's show, we were talking and um, I was a little bit sort of coffee and I was like, I ended up leaving. I'm like, I think I said, I've got to go vomit. Yeah, did um, you? The, uh, like I just coughed up heaps. Like I didn't cough up heaps. That sounds gross. I just went and had a shower and was coughing. But there's something in this fucking um, hotel room. <laughs> Bree said she thinks it's dusty. Yeah, I'm sure so. it is. Mate, if uh, you got to clean those air cons out the chance of them coming in it depends on how what star hotel room you're staying in so you're in turkey right now what's the um yeah what's the star rating of the hotel you're in uh, i think it's a four to a five maybe it's as i said yesterday's show we go pretty like i like to book somewhere that i sort of know so um it's just easy for the first few days so we're staying at the radisson oh, nice. at the moment they're all um, over the joint. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, it's nice, nice and easy. Bree's very like um, good at details and stuff. So yeah. when we came in, she, <coughs> she was like, I don't know if this is the exact room. So then I ended up calling and being like, hey, is this the room? And they said, yeah. So like it's, um, that's one thing uh, Bree is good at. I don't know if we're, um, if I get to annoy the, if, if it starts to annoy the shit out of um, the people. But it's good to ask questions. As in you went into a room that you didn't know if it was yours because it was fancy or like it was better than you thought? Uh, no, nah, it was probably like um, we'd... Well, it, it was a weird one because we... It wasn't like any extra for us to go like the business-style room which got you like business lounge access Should which share. means that you can just get like food and, and stuff during the day. Yeah. In saying that, I don't want that to sort of be our um, fallback because there's so much good food out and about. So <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like stuck in a lounge having like little fucking shit. Oh, actually, it was really delicious. I had like a heap of Turkish delight. But um, the classic yeah. doesn't want to be seen to be a tourist <laughs> eats Turkish delight in Turkey. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's awesome. 100%. Was it? This- was it any? Was it any better than the Turkish delight in Melbourne? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I haven't had that much Turkish delight, so it was it was good. When in Turkey, I feel Turkey. like you're gonna have to take the reins for this fucking show because I can't believe every time I start talking in here, yeah, it's like I'm taking a big breath of fucking dust. Yeah, well, it sounds like you got a bit of asthma. I'll, I'll give you a Bodhi up. <laughs> I'll give you a little Bodhi update. Your um, please do your your son. Well, he was Basically, your son yeah. for a day while I supervised. Yeah. 
yeah. anyway, so when it that never goes away. Well, when you get back, he will legitimately be talking. He's now stringing sentences together. When I say sentences, stringing words that form a small part of a sentence. He's um, like he he now like what did he say? Um, the the woman at daycare reckons that he said, um, "Mummy, Daddy are working." Something like that. And so he's, uh, it's That's amazing funny. to see how quickly the words are coming out. But um, How but, is he picking what words, do you think? Uh, it's very visual. So what he sees, he just yells out. So um, as yeah. soon as he wakes up, pick him out of the cot and he's pretty much hardly got his eyes open. What's that? Pointing at stuff, looks <laughs> in the ground. What's that? That's his favorite. What's that? What's that? What's that? Yeah. yeah. Well, kids are known for like asking lots of questions. It's what Do you, you think like... <laughs> that's you. <laughs> when he starts asking... Exactly. When he starts asking difficult questions yeah. like um, uh, like about the bees and the fucking babies or whatever mm. the fuck it is, bees and the birds, what, what's your approach going to be? You're going to go super graphic. You're going to go like, what's, what's your tactic? Mate, I'm not going to just pull up an incognito browser and just go, let's get to work. No, Josh. <laughs> No. no um, what, what is the actual approach? Mate. You can say like, look, we had sex and that's how you happened. Yeah. See, this is the thing. As a parent, what I'm learning is you, you take what is on offer at the time and that's not for quite some time. Or at least. Are you talking about the sex still? What are we talking <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were still in the incognito browser. No. no, no. You take the conversation, like what is at hand? The challenge is the challenge that is present. That's the one that you focus on, and you're asking me to focus on a problem down the track, which I can't even explain. I think we're pretty open, like as in, yeah, we're pretty front foot with this kind of stuff, and I, I like to think that I'm a, a cool, progressive parent in some respects. So yeah. I'll be happy to have conversation with him if it's, um, yeah, if it's, oh, who was telling me? Someone was telling me recently that, oh yeah, at, so that they, her daughter's about years, um, maybe grade four or five. And there was a, um, like a, a, an assembly or whatever you call it, like a congregate. It was like a parent, it was like a parent get together at the school in the hall and there was going to be a, um, a thing where they talked about what the kids would be learning in sex ed. So it wasn't even, it was like the pre-class for the yeah. parents to get a gauge of what was going to be explored. And um, the woman that was telling me, she was saying that her, her husband didn't want, didn't want to go, didn't want to go. <laughs> and um, because it would be all the mothers there. And I was like, fuck that. I would, I would be there front and center. Just, all right, what's yeah. up? What do you got? Is that all? I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd, I, I, I'm ex- excited to sort of hear, understand what these people, like school teachers and stuff, are going to be teaching at that time. Because I know for me, and what I remember, I did a lot of self-exploring on, on the internet myself. But um, it was how so, old? Like how old's this? Like what? What does age does this cover? This is all like primary school type it, of thing. Yeah, that was primary school, so I'm sure it'd yeah. be kind of very much um, entry level. <laughs> but um, yeah. but yeah, so it's a challenge that's ahead of me. But I don't even go there. 
just yet. We've still got Bodie needing to start talking, then he'll probably start swearing, um, and then we'll have to deal with that. But he's getting to that real toddler age, like you can even, you know, terrible twos, you can, he's 18 months, a little bit older now. He, Wait, so he's, he's only heading towards the, t- so you're still towards. going to experience like worse not that he's bad now but it's gonna get bad you're getting you get a waft of this um yeah of the situation and like last night he was just losing it while having like everything he did you put a little bit of food in his mouth he thought it was too hot spat it out and everything was just hard and then so you just gave it to him by so and he fed himself and then he was happy it's like there's no rhyme or reason some nights he's just really tired others he's not but um, the update, the story. This is a, a another daycare situation. Yeah, oh no! He um, is he bitten someone else or something, or was he? Bit, I can't remember. Did he bite someone or did someone bite him? No, he got bitten. He choked out the kid though. Okay. Put him to sleep. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he got bitten the other week as well. Side note: um, big little chomper marks. Turned out that he um, he was playing with his kids' blocks. Uh, didn't want to the kid didn't want to share what a little prick um, yeah <laughs> could you imagine if someone tried to bite you like as an adult yeah like it's just such a nasty fucking thing to do isn't it yeah to bite someone bite or spit on someone is disgusting as an adult yeah, um, yeah. so anyway uh, he, so get to daycare Bodie is um, just like cruising around he sees me, runs towards me, just gets into my arms, and I noticed that he wasn't in what he was wearing when he went to daycare. So you got to take just to <laughs> um, paint the picture. You need to take him a little bag, uh, and in this bag he has a change of clothes, and he was in yeah. that change of clothes. And there's a guy that works there, and lovely, lovely dude. He said, "Oh yeah, Bodie had a bit of a mishap." I said, "What happened?" I'm always curious. And yeah. he said, I was I was playing with one of the other kids and then Bodhi came up to me and was holding on to my arm. And I looked down at my arm and I could feel something like he, as well as his hand. And I looked down and he'd put his hand down into his nappy, pulled out some poo oh. and had gone up oh. and, and, and oh. wiped it on this guy's arm. Oh. I picked up Bodie. Has he ever done that for you? Uh, I've seen him stick his hand into his nappy, and yeah, it's yeah once, which was yeah, it was it was bad. But it, um, I pick him up, and it's a classic joke. I, I always do it. I picked him up and I said, "Shouldn't do that, Bodie." And then I whispered in his ear, "Well done, good work, good work." <laughs> and uh, and then I look over. No, no. Did you lift up his? Did you lift up his mullet? You were saying <laughs> just to get a real clear view of his ear. <laughs> His mullet's actually in fine form, longer than it's ever been. But um, yeah. that's. Have, have you got an update on when he's getting a haircut? Oh no, I think it's even. I'm. His mullet's even better now. Like I'm. I'm more in. I'm liking his mullet more and more. And he gets people just constantly. A lot of people say cut it, but um, I yeah. say it's my son. I do what I want. Um, but yeah. he, <laughs> it's looking good. Plus, I'm growing my hair, so we'll just we'll, we'll uh, weather the storm together until we can both look like Patrick, Patrick Swayze. What it, what is the actual like? What where does your mind go when it comes to the mullet? Like, what is the the pushback on the haircut? Well, no, I, we like his hair. We want to give him like a little. Um, 
I just want him to have like a little, just some, uh, just free flowing hair. I What's the he, difference between a mullet and just long hair? Uh, well, his hair will grow at some point. It will grow into each other. He was born sure. with he was born with a classic George Costanza look, so no hair on the top, yeah, just yeah. around the sides, and and then it just slowly grew on the top, and um, yeah, kept growing the back end. So it's probably like me with my neck beard. Like I always grow my neck beard first. So that's like his <laughs> yeah. mullet. He's, he leads. My neck beard is like his mullet in that. Well, in that a regard. kid a kid comes out and you you don't know what's going to happen with their hair situation. It could be shitloads of hair. It could be none. Or some, but he got a kind of weird combination. He was very bald on top. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen some kids come out with like a full head of hair. It's the most bizarre yeah. thing. Kids are weird. Kids yeah, are. S- mate, talking about kids being weird, you should have seen the. Um, when we were at the airport, I've never seen a kid scream oh. as much. Luckily, he wasn't on our flight. But um, it was one of those things where normally when someone's crying or whatever, like a kid's crying, you sort of have empathy for the parent and mm. you're all like, oh, yeah, I have that. People were like rolling their eyes. This kid was just fucking like, he sounded like an animal. He was making a sound that I'd like never heard before. And he was just like, just fucking like throwing himself. Yeah. And he was like, this is just before he was about to board the flight. Oh, no. and, I could just, and, the, and I like... If you're the parent in that situation, like, do you do you go empathetic for the kid and just be mm. like, oh, no, come on, calm down or whatever? Or, like, I feel like if that was my kid, I would need to create some sort of scene to show everyone, like, tokenistically that I'm, like, as pissed off as they are. Because yeah. I was almost getting a little bit annoyed that the lady wasn't fucking caring enough that her kid was losing his mind. Yeah, uh, there is millions of strategies to play actually there's either ignore it um try and solve it um or just keep going I th- like amy's been taking <laughs> Bodie home on the tram um every now and yep. then from work and he she said he just lost it the other day on a packed peak hour tram in melbourne mm-hmm. and just he was just flopping over flopping around and um someone said oh you can sit down here and then yeah, you know, she she tries to you try and you pull out the um, the secret weapon, the mobile phone, and uh, yeah, try and get him to watch. But sometimes it just doesn't work. I experienced that tantrum, just um, nothing was helping at Southland yeah. Shopping Centre, and it was what it literally is one of those moments where you go, I I I've judged parents in this moment, and it's there's not much you can do, like yeah, I mean yeah, you just what. It's it's so it's embarrassing, but it's also like yeah. I think you can't do much about it. I think it doesn't feel as bad as you think it would when you're looking at a parent with a kid. Um, yeah, because it's you've become immune to their their annoyance. Oh yeah, so you, you, you've got a higher tolerance rate for the screaming. Yeah, because it probably doesn't sound new. Yeah, hundred percent. It's um like at the start. I mean, for a parent at the start, I think it's like this, they're crying. It's like you can hear it from a mile away. But then there's yeah. just been so much of it and you've ignored so much of it. Because <laughs> a lot of the time it's not them actually in pain. It's just yeah, s- uh, something going on. So, yeah. 
Well, yeah, it was it was interesting. I was listening to um, I was on the plane here. I was listening to um, uh, Osher Ginsberg, who's got a new book out. Um, I think it's uh, we'll be back after the break or after the break or something. And um, uh, he was being interviewed by Mayor Freeman. And I, I was like falling asleep during the thing, so I, but I was waking up at points. And one of the bits that I heard was him talking about this sort of like um, his first like panic attack when he was three years old. Mm. And I feel like it's super interesting because I feel like when I was three, like are you really, I find it fascinating to be able to know when you're three years old, those sort of experiences, because mm. I feel like I would have had so many times it could have been considered a panic attack where it's like if you're willing to like lose your mind in the, like a shopping center is mm. an adult that would be that would be deemed like a real big fucking panic attack or something <laughs> true do you think that like i mean what what's your vibe on that do you think like do you think there's a there's a an age where it sort of becomes from a tantrum that any kid will have to something that's more serious yeah well, I, could, I couldn't tell you. It's, I think it's unique for everybody. But you yeah. like the, so Bodhi doesn't cry when we leave him at daycare. Never has. Yeah. There's this kid that I've been seeing every every morning recently. That's just in hysterics. Just it's probably separation anxiety. It's like where does that come from? Mm. If one kid doesn't yeah. have it and then the other kid does, I don't think it's 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 got nothing to do with their parenting style because the kid's like so fresh. Like as individuals, like it's so eye-opening having a kid and taking them to daycare when you see the little personalities that are there at 18 months. Like it is outrageous. Like it is cemented who you are from a very early age. Just your... It's a massive roll of the dice. I think that's probably the thing to consider with all this shit is it's like, if you've got a great kid, you probably just got fucking lucky. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, the meaning a kid... Like I look at Bodhi because he's pretty out there and he's got a lot of my tendencies in terms of just like he's a bit wild... And I, I'm definitely. A bit but do you think the mullet makes him wild? <laughs> like, do you think that you're at? No, but seriously, do you think that maybe, if like because of, like this, the how you dress him, how you like fucking keep his hair? I was going to say how you cut his hair, but you haven't cut yeah, his yeah, hair. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. But um, do you think that that like if you put him in little tuxedos and cut his <laughs> hair short, like Bree and I would have our kid? Do you think that he would he would be more into computers and um, less like outdoorsy or sort of like like yeah? Oh, what, I don't I don't think so. That? He he never like when you when you leave him at daycare and when you pick him up, he's constantly just doing stuff. He's walking around like sweeping or he's walking around with like this little stick that has this duck that you can it just has these little legs on it and rolls and he's just he's he's constantly burning around and he's just got that energy in him and it's just he's got a bit of he's got chutzpah and then there's these other little kids that are just a little bit meek and just lovely and just a bit quiet but just yeah he's Bodhi is a little leader it's crazy like he he demands attention from in the room not like yelling but kids just flock to him it's bizarre and I hope it's you know it just needs to be harnessed oh I've got to close the loop and my mum even said yeah. oh we'll close the loop I think she said yeah I've got to talk to you about something from one of the podcasts you've been talking uh, that you said something you said 
And so yeah. uh, I've got to shout is out. It, is this like close the loop or is this uh, your mum wanting corrections when you fuck things <laughs> up? Or is this, a, is, this a, is this an actual close the loop? No, I think it's a close the loop. So yeah, great. Mick Hall, who we had on, we talked about yeah. um, ADHD, ADD, and mm-hmm. it was probably, I think it was pretty um, in vogue to judge kids and say that they had ADHD or ADD if they were just, yeah. had a bit of personality back in the day. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I think I said something around the teachers used to say that I had ADD and it's something similar yeah. for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, my mum would always threaten that we're going to go to the doctors and get me medicated. Oh, that's and I reckon, right. I was thinking about it. I give, if I've got a headache or something, I won't take um, Panadol or anything. Like I rarely take medication and um, it drives Brie crazy sometimes. I'm like, oh no, I'll just drink some water. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's from the negativity that came from um, taking medication for an, for anything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah, so, so your mum heard that episode. Yeah, and she said, oh, I've been meaning to tell you, we got you tested, which I can't ever remember getting tested. She yeah. probably took me, uh-huh. told me it was a dentist appointment. Next minute, yeah. getting tested for ADD. Turns out, I never had it. So really, stick it up your ass, teachers. You were just a, you're just an asshole of a kid. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, nothing to blame. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the um, oh, that that actually reminds me of getting tests as a kid. Um, I would <laughs> mum was always complaining that I was like fucking couldn't hear her right when she would like ask me to do stuff or like I'd be on the couch watching TV I said I can't hear you so <laughs> we went to a hearing test and I had like perfect hearing <laughs> and oh. the, the person doing the ear test said yeah he's just ignoring you <laughs> get stuff because <laughs> you, you're yeah. quite you you're very um uh, self-aware did you you knew on the way to the hearing test did you know what was going on no i think no i think i don't know i think that actually i couldn't hear him <laughs> mum but i think i was just ignoring it like i even can do that with brie too where it's like if i'm doing something if i'm like uh reading something or watching something i can't do more than one thing like it's not that i uh, I'm just dis- being disrespectful or anything like that. It's literally like if I try and do more than one thing, oh, none yeah. of the things are going to happen. And so I think maybe it was a bit of that. But it was funny to think that I, um, yeah, we went to the doctors and stuff and there was literally nothing wrong with my ears. That's a classic. So here's a test that they don't do, for that they don't do but everyone self-diagnoses yeah. themselves. And that's people who yeah. say, oh, I'm, a, I'm not a morning person. Um, yeah. And so, because I, I, what are you? Um, oh, I think I'm a, um, I'm an eight hour, I, I think I'm this, I'm an eight hours of sleep person. Yeah. And as long as I've had that, I can, um, I can do stuff. So if I, if I go to bed and I'm counting the hours on my fingers, I'm like, mm. I'm only getting six hours. I straight away panic because I'm like, okay. I'm going to wake up. I'm not going to feel good. Whereas if I get eight hours, seven and a half, is is okay too but um i'll wake up the reason like if you think about it and this like when i was growing up i couldn't wake up in the morning like we would leave for school at seven uh actually no not seven eight would leave school at fucking eight and i would be um at like 
10 to 8 still in bed and mum's screaming, Josh, get up now. That type of deal. Can't hear you. And um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, can't, can't hear you, mum. And um, <laughs> good gag. And um, yeah, so I, th- but it was because I would go to bed. Like when I was like 16, 17, I would stay up until like two in the morning, like yeah. editing and talking. Like even I would edit and talk to mates at the same time on the phone. It was just, I just did not prioritize sleep at all. Well, I think there's a few things when you're 16 and your nuts are dropping, there's a lot of testosterone <laughs> flowing through your system and you're quite hormonal. Yeah. So it's a yeah. it's a gripe I've always Hashtag had. Hashtag squeegee. Yeah. <laughs> Exploration. It's a um, it's a conversation Amy and I have a lot. There's it we we battle it out in the mornings cuz yeah. I basically spring out of bed and I'm pretty awake. I just got to do what I know I got to do. It's the morning. I got to get to work. Yeah. And Amy's always been of the thinking of school of thought of I'm not a morning person. And I struggle getting yeah. up, and it's one yeah. of those things. But then I, the, my, my thought around it is, if she's got a flight that we need to catch, and it's in the morning, there seems to be no problem. So it's like, is there is it a really morning? Is it really a morning thing, or it's like, yeah. I, I always have I always think thought it's probably, bullshit. Yeah, I think it's probably the. Um, I think it does come down to when you go to bed. I think that. The reality of people who get up early is they go to bed early as well. And so, I reckon that most people who say that they're not a morning person aren't having eight hours. Like, if you were to have eight hours of sleep, my feeling is that as long as I, ha- <coughs> as long as I have eight hours of sleep, I'll... Um, I'll be able to wake up and I'll be fine. Mm. What time do you guys normally go to bed? Uh, we, we don't go to bed that late, 10 o'clock. Sometimes ten thirty, yeah. like not even. I mean, yeah. it's a, when you have a kid, it's pretty early. I mean, when Amy was single, she used to go to bed pretty late. But I think you just yeah. you probably fall in a trap of going to bed late and then associating mornings with this pain of getting up because you're tired. And then, yeah, yeah I mean, it's every- probably a mindset. Like it probably is a mindset thing. I think one thing that I've become better at is empathetic with not everyone's me type mm. of thing and I even know that like I was um speaking to a friend the other day who um they uh they was they were basically they said oh, I stayed up until 4 a.m. I just couldn't go to sleep and um I straight away said oh one thing that helps me is um having a cold shower before I go to bed and then as as I said that I rolled it into but I don't have insomnia so I'm <laughs> like <laughs> so it might not help like so I completely understand that that might not help at all yeah um, I think that that's probably a, a, a slight tweak in the way that I view things which is like oh like I could say oh all you need is eight hours of sleep mm. or oh you just need to change your mindset to be like um to, for it to be a, a positive thing or create like positive habits but um, yeah I don't know if it's as um, as easy as as that yeah well I, I, I uh, we haven't really thrown it out to people listening that are in a field of expertise I'd love to know if the, if a doctor is listening that ha- ha- either yeah. you know has spent a bit more time at university than us which is um, <laughs> going to university <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you've been, if even if you started a doctor's 
uh, course. I was about to say certificate. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, if you know anything about like, if you got a morning, cert three in medicine, yeah. let, let us know. Fuck. If I believe cert three is as high as it goes. Well, mate, I've got a cert three and a cert four, so. Yeah. Uh, it's well, wait, I think that's the, I think that's like masters in TAFE language. Isn't it? <laughs> not even, not even. Uh, but the, no, um, if anyone knows about the morning, if if it's a legitimate thing, like morning person, is it a legitimate thing? Yeah. Are you one or are you not? Um, one thing that I just was thinking about too, the um, on that <clears throat> Osher Ginsburg interview, have you seen his um, men's health photos? He's ripped. Yeah, and I what I thought was really interesting is um, I was listening to a podcast with him uh, and Mia Friedman was on. She normally gives me the shits, but she I actually enjoyed um, this episode. Um, I li- the, what turned me off was I listened to this Will Anderson episode yeah, and um, she used the first five minutes without Will being there describing how they used to have crushes on each other. It's just like really weird. Like, oh, yeah, you know, Will used to have a crush uh, on me and, um, you know, I used to sort of have a crush on him. And so it was just like, fuck it, like, what a weird way to start an interview with someone. Very weird. Um, anyway, I, I find it interesting, the um, podcast that contextualize at the beginning where they have an interview and then they use the first... 10 minutes to explain the interview I feel like sometimes especially if it becomes a bit of a heated conversation mm. I don't think it's necessarily fair for the interviewee because you're essentially like you're getting the last say you're able to like oh, fucking yeah. get, get the whole audience on your page and giving hey this was my point of view when I was asking these questions and then leading on but it, in saying that uh, Mia was grilling osha about the um the cover because he's been he he was talking about how when he was um working i think on the bachelor he um had this situation where it was basically i think set up by some paps or someone where they wanted um they needed him to take his shirt off for the show show or something to get into some scuba gear and there were paps there waiting to get photos of him without his top on <clears throat> when he would, had sort of weight issues, which happened to be the weight issues from the medication he was taking from oh, his, um, uh, you know, sort of mental illness. But um, she did bring up an interesting point around, okay, like, you know, why do you want to do the cover type of thing? He's like, you know, I want it to be you know, a positive mental health story about how like through exercise and all that sort of thing, I was able to do this. But then you hear his description in like the last 48 hours of him getting ready for that photo and it's like you stop drinking water you fucking get dehydrated all that sort of Mm. thing i just don't know how i feel about it because it's sort of it feels like a massive contradiction which is like in one way he's trying to say be happy who you are with who you are and um you know but then at the same time I think it's great to like celebrate your achievements, but I don't know about that last two days of fucking getting dehydrated and doing all of that hacking shit to try and get lean as fuck for the cover. Yeah, it is a bit of hell. It's not, that's not health. I mean, yeah, most people that are either competing or 
doing those things are not in a healthy state at the moment that they're taking that photo. Bodybuilders, I don't know how yeah. healthy it is for the amount of food that they eat during training. I mean, they're just optimizing the the result of what they're putting they're in their body. They're optimizing an aesthetic yeah. as well, right? They're optimizing like, okay, this looks good, but like... Yeah, so I thought that was that was interesting, but I was it was just on my mind where I'm like, yeah, actually, um, it was a little bit like fuck you to the situation in the sense of like, yeah, I don't like, I don't necessarily need to um, look like that, mm. and I think that there's probably, I think that, um, yeah, I don't know, I, I was just a little bit like the, it seems a bit disingenuous to sort of say that it's all for this um specific thing mm. whilst at the same time also projecting into the world these sort of n- negative body sort of um perspectives yeah well i've sense. told you i like as soon as i have done not competitions but you know challenges or focused seriously on what i'm eating diet you know i you i i become more vain it's like a result of yeah. this input. I start looking in the mirror more, start trying to look at my abs, and I don't like it. It it doesn't doesn't feel good for me. Like it's I don't feel like it's a healthy mindset for me. And when I I mean yeah. the other the other result is when I eat shit food and I'm like I I it so I feel a similar way but in the opposite direction if that makes mm. sense. And so there has to yeah. be a middle ground, which yeah, is absolutely. hard because it's I mean humans are always sort of. Uh, having these um, these extremes that make them feel something, you know, like it's mm. almost like um, the middle ground doesn't make you feel enough, and it's and it's not like you know, like we like a bit of pain in some respects because it means mm. that we're sort of on this path to getting to the other side or something like that, and so maybe the middle ground where you're just like, yeah, this is good. I don't know. It's such a weird thing because it is. It's all in well, the I head. I think it's just promoting. I think that the thing is that um, maybe what it is without um, just purely looking at the cover. And I think that when it is a cover, like that's all you've got to be able to look at it on its own and see what the message is, rather than just. I think that what his point was was that he was sort of. Um, uh, it was a way into the conversation, so it was sort of. Mm. Um, uh, Trojan horsing the issue where it's like, oh look, oh, I've got these abs, and then oh look, mental health. But um, I still think that maybe it sets off this um, expectation that to um, you know that that you, you need that. I think that it's just I think that it's like there's a little bit of danger to that sort of thing because I was even like. Um, I know that my I was even like slightly triggered with like oh yeah maybe I should do that like oh yeah that would be cool and then it's like I don't if you think about the obsessive nature that's required to get to that point even if it's over mm. a short period of time versus just um like it would be interesting to see what the what health actually looks like like maybe maybe health would look like that if you were there like from the beginning but I just feel like going from fat to that uh, in a short period of time isn't necessarily that you know it was six months or whatever but I just yeah I don't know anyway Mm. I was thinking about that 
Well, I think I think we need to um, get you on the front of men's health uh, yeah. when you get back. Fucking no, I think yeah, we exactly. should. I think yeah, we should do it. like <laughs> the one thing about doing those um, challenges that might not be the most healthy thing for you in terms of your mindset. Mindset. It, it like it, you can propel yourself into a new sort of. Um, uh, it's like leveling up, you know. So like I reckon yeah. I've built like a base strength from doing the sort of going all in. And then refine, and then sort of pulling back and not training like that. But I've definitely like leveled up, and so it, it um it, there is definitely benefits in it if you can if you can do it. Um, it's like life in general, right? Mm. It's like me going to chaotic airports or dealing with issues in previous trips means that when I go to an airport that has a similar situation, I feel like I can just like lean into it and it's completely fine Mm. it's probably the same thing with this sort of thing you know that you've done it before and you can do it again and Mm. you've got the foundation one one thing that i like i was obsessed this so i've done maybe a couple of challenges within the last three years i've done two where a bunch of mates got together and sort of trained out to, to this date and anyway the first time i did it and i just refined like i had so such little carbs and i was so strict and then I got results and then the next time I did it and I did it differently where I actually had carbs and I got really great results. And so it's like, for me, it was like this moment where I was like, you actually can do it how, like your body is so unique that it will respond and you need to work it out, but you're only going to get it by trying it. And so, you know, it's, you can't just say don't eat carbs to people because carbs are actually good in some respects. Um, well, I think that that was p- part of Osha's point in doing it was showing that you can build lean muscle through a, a, a um, plant-based diet yeah. without having meat. Um, so, you know, I get it, but at the same time, like that's, there's a hundred different ways of doing stuff. And I get that there is, when you look, you know, when you look over time, we've lent towards fucking eating eggs and lean meats and shit like that and this is just another option so i don't think we need to worry that it's it's you know going to move too far the other way mm-hmm. uh well uh, that's perfect the daily talk show thanks everyone for listening the daily talk show feel free to email us hi at the daily talk show.com and um yeah we'll, we'll see you tomorrow on friday uh we've got uh jules lund on the show the uh founder of tribe uh our mates mate and um yeah it'll be good to ha- have him on friday see Catch you guys then. bye